Hey, Mario Lopez here, and I really hope you can check out my new podcast, Listen to Mario LTM. Definitely a side of me that you've never seen before. So please listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 200. Done. Trending now. Good morning, everybody. This update brought to you by the West Automotive Group. We'll begin in college football news. San Diego State football, they are ranked 24th in both the AP Top 25 and the coaches poll. The Aztecs were idle last week, move up one spot in the AP Top 25. Uh, good stuff for the Aztecs coming off for the bye. They're 7-1. and They have Nevada. We've got Rocky coming up at 7.30. The Aztecs, they were at home on Saturday against SCCCU Stadium, a game you'll hear right here on Extra 1360. World Series MVP Steven Strasburg opting out of his contract with the Nationals. The Aztecs, great. Had four years, $100 million left on a deal he signed in 2016 and faced a Saturday deadline to opt out, which he did. Raiders are now 4-4 four and four after beating Detroit and Oakland yesterday, 31-24. Chargers beat the Packers 26-11. to They hammered them. Sets up quite the matchup for Thursday Night Football. Chargers and the Raiders right here on Extra 1360. We also have Cowboys and the Giants tonight for Monday Night Football. Have transmission concerns with your vehicle? Experience the highest level of automotive service and repair at West Automotive Group with four locations in Escondido, El Cajon, Kearney Mesa, and Miramar. Reserve your no-charge Certicare transmission diagnosis at westautomotivegroup.com. It's Costa and Richards. Rise and shine in the 619. But is that a bad thing? A wild Sunday in the NFL. The Seahawks scoring in bunches. Second goal from the 10. Wilson fires. Hollister. Touchdown. For the Dolphins, finally. Second goal. Fitzpatrick quick straight to the end zone. It is caught. Williams for the touchdown. It's a reaction Monday. Here are Mike Costa and Judson Richards. Having a great one. Thank you so much for being along for the ride. Uh, we're talk, continue talking. Chargers' big win over the Packers yesterday. Is this now going to become the norm? 7:15 or Week Nine NFL around. Aztec head coach Rocky Long joins us at 7:30. A chance to win tickets. He goes to the Aztecs host Nevada uh, during that 7:30 segment. 7:45. We'll get to the uh, the daily dump. It, it, we mean this. It is so great to be able to do what we do when we have the family that is involved in in doing this show Monday through Friday. And we are eternally grateful and humbled by all of you who who tune in and, and are part of our family on the air and, and make this such a fun job. You had an appearance uh, Saturday at the venerable pennant in uh, Pacific Beach. Yeah, Mission Beach. Mission Beach, excuse me. Mission yeah. Beach. No, it, it was a uh, great appearance. And Oh, it was. Had a great yeah, it was. Yes, oh, okay. it was. Just all like right. tonight all where right. we can all hang out together, but it had a uh, few few members of the family show up. Peter and Point Loma showed up with his lovely wife Carol. Love him. So I got Her. to meet Carol, which was great. Uh Jimmy Grizzly DJ Jimmy was in the house. Look out. Jimmy stopped by, who's been in for the family sit-in. Jimmy. And Cody Troutslayer. Nah, man. A.K.A. Nah, man. Was nice. in the house as well. Tackle me, bro. The, nah, uh, man. <laughs> one of the greatest stories ever shared of a magical moment Cody shared with Quentin Jammer yes. on a snowy night in Utah <laughs> where it ended with him asking Quentin Jammer to tackle him in the middle of the streets oh, on boy. a snowy night, oh, boy. which is a terrible idea because yeah. Quentin was an assassin yes. in the NFL. Luckily, <laughs> Quentin Jammer saved the body, the life of Cody Troutslayer, and did not tackle him. But great hang, 
Lauren was there as well. So it was, uh, it was a really, really nice time. And would love to get and see some family members tonight as well. And if you ever want to come in for a, a Friday family sit-in, we're not going to make you go through any sort of contest or jump through a bunch of stupid hoops uh, to get your name in the running. Just reach out to us on Twitter, text us, email us, call us, and just say, hey, I want to come in. We'll put you on the list and we'll, and we'll have you in. That's right. Tonight, uh, 4 to 6 p.m., Schooner Station Pizza and Sports Pub in Encinitas. Again, just look it up. Schooner Station Pizza and Sports Pub in Encinitas. We've got give, we've got giveaways. It's we do. A good time. A chance for you to win $100 cash right there. Bing, bang, boom. Come hang out tonight. We'd love to watch some football with you. Always fun to meet the family. You can talk uh, asking a girl to marry you uh, yeah. with Fletch. He did that over the weekend. Big Pretty story. Pretty impressive. He can do it with zero emotion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I really love you. Here is Woo-hoo. a ring. Would I've you got s- ice in my veins. Would you spend the rest of your life with me? I'm a cold-hearted assassin. Let me see what your computer card says. Will you marry me? I love you so much. Take this giant ring. He bought her a beautiful ring. It's I've a, seen it. It is a rock. Yeah. Well done, sir. Good job, well Ben Fletcher. Done. Good job, Chargers. Nobody, nobody gave this team an Ice Cube's chance in hell of beating the <laughs> Packers yesterday. Maybe except for the Chargers themselves, especially after they fire Ken Wisenhunt. They name longtime quarterbacks coach Shane Stacken, uh, their new offensive coordinator. And the Chargers, they put somewhat of a, a rocket enema dignity, whatever it's called, beatdown <laughs> on what was a team that was rolling with Aaron Rodgers. Here's the question for the family out there. By the way, we'll, we'll get to the Bill Plaschke article Ooh, as well. I mean, fire. The, this team... Cannot catch a break. Now, the organization, I don't want to give them a break, but the the, the players deserve a ton of credit. 844-570-1360. Here's a question. Are they for real? Because they are now four and five. They are in it. It is all four and four and four and fives just looking out of being inside the top six in the AFC. Or was this, they fired Ken Wisenhunt. They got a quick pulse. You know, they, they put the paddles to the chest Shot for this game. And they shut up and they got it done. Or is this the team that looked like the one that we thought that we'd be coming into this season? You got a dominant pass rush with Joey Boson and Melvin Gordon. They rush for 160 yards. That's four games combined. Phillip Rivers, they didn't turn it over. Mike Williams had 100 yards receiving, so they had the passing and the run going. Was this the perfect storm? Or is this the team that potentially is going to fight for a playoff spot with seven games left to go. You're, this is the, I, I had picked the Chargers before the season began to represent the AFC in the, the Super Bowl. Uh, the chances have diminished on that happening because of their record, but based on the way they played yesterday, they showed when they put it all together, they can hang with anybody. Remaining games for the Chargers, big one Thursday night. We'll have it here for you. They're up in Oakland with the 4-4 four and four Raiders. Impressive win yesterday. Chiefs. They host. Then they go to the Broncos. They go to the Jaguars. They host the Vikings. They host the Raiders. They finish the season in Kansas City. That's a that's a tough road. A little bit of that, yeah. that Chiefs game they don't really host. Isn't that the Mexico City game? Sorry. You're yes. right. In Mexico City in two weeks. But no matter what, they will have Patrick Mahomes back yes. for the Kansas City Chiefs. He he is expected to be back this upcoming weekend. So they did not they did not get the Matt Moore led Chiefs, which is still not a real easy game to play, uh, especially if you were in Kansas City. But it's a good point. It's in it's in Mexico City. Thursday night, Raiders Chargers right here on Extra. That's gonna be suddenly hell very of a game in interesting. Oakland. 844-570-1360, is this the real team? Is this the team that you expected to see to begin the season? Is this their most dominating win of the season so far? 
It's one of the more dominating wins I've seen from the Chargers that I can remember in in recent. Aaron Rodgers, who was playing at an MVP level, was 6 of 9 passing for 35 yards. The Packers offense had 84 total yards through three quarters of football. Matt LaFleur said after the game, we never even really got into our offense. They didn't. They, they, They were just virtually blindsided. And Nick will join us. Nick Hardwick in studio at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to hearing about uh, his plummet out of a plane. And he will also be able to to explain more of why it looked like it did. But something he mentioned on Friday, that the Ken Wisenhunt-led offense was very slow at times to get plays into the game. Here was Phillip in post. Well, again, you know how I feel about Wiz. You know, Wiz did a heck of a job here for a, lo- for a long time. And, and uh, that staff worked together the whole time. So this same staff has been a part of you know, the ups and downs over the first few weeks also. So uh, to say we drastically changed would not be true. Uh, we just executed a little better. Uh, Shane did a good job. He did get in a good flow. He and I have been talking football for many years. So it was very conversational. And uh, I know he was fired up early. It was, a, it was one of the few games I thought, maybe I'm going to have to calm somebody down. Usually I'm the one that needs calming down. But he was good. It was a, a good team win. The it, flow. They, yeah. had, they had a flow. They had a rhythm. And they, they kept the Packers on their heels, both sides of the ball, the entire game, including special teams. This was a three phases beatdown of the Packers. Yeah, and, and the the Chargers out physical the Green Bay Packers yesterday, and and the Packers really not known normally like the Ravens are, the Steelers are as a team that wants to come in and beat you and also beat you up. But the Chargers took the physical play to them, just. Time after time after time, there were big hits. And you just heard Phillip Rivers in the post game. Yeah, they won the game. But even after and after they stole, after they didn't lose to the Bears, he kind of gave that, all right, yeah, great. You know, we could have easily lost this football game. That's the Phillip Rivers we've come to know and love. And I still think we're seeing the, the last seven games of Phillip Rivers as a charger. But Shane Steichen and getting the plays in as quickly as he did. And may, who knows? Maybe there was there was Phillip and Shane getting together the last couple of days before this game yesterday and saying, okay, we, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And and this is what is going to help us win the game. And maybe these are the things that Wiz did not do that we need to see if we're going to pivot at this point. Well, and if the Chargers thought, uh, especially the brass, that the L.A. Times would help sell this victory <laughs> of the stars on the team or what you're missing, like this right. was not a, hey, Los Angeles, you have something right here in front of you that you are not appreciating Bill Plaschke, one of the biggest voices in Los Angeles, certainly the lead writer for the Los Angeles Times, his column, Chargers win, uh, Chargers big win shows why they deserve to play where they'll be appreciated. And you've got a piece of the article, which you should read, and I'll read a piece that I, I have as well. But virtually, my takeaway from this is they are not necessarily forgotten in Los Angeles, at least according to Bill Plaschke. They are being rejected by Los Angeles. They yeah. they are it's not an afterthought like you've watched the Clippers be for so many years. Yep. For Bill Plaschke's point of view, it's get out. Still. It is. 
It is. You know how if you get you want to get a kid to swallow some medicine, either doctor it up with some sugar or you hide it in some candy or something like that. Mm-hmm. They can't even get they can't even get the spoon to LA's mouth. LA, LA does not have a mouth when it comes to the Chargers medicine that the brass, the Chargers organization is trying to spoon feed Los Angeles. And I'm paraphrasing here, but it's basically Plasky saying in a game that they should have been celebrating with a will home a real home crowd barely registers as a whimper in LA. This experiment has Failed. This is the way his article closed. He says, here's guessing NFL owners will give the Chargers a couple of years in SoFi Stadium to find their fans. If they don't, and at this point there's no reason to believe they will, here's guessing the league will push the Spanos family to either move the team or sell it. They could ship it to London. They could drive it to the Bay Area. They could sell it to someone in woohoo, San Diego. Woohoo. Anywhere but here was his closing lines I, in his article. I can guarantee anywhere but here. I can guarantee you right now, the Oakland Raider fan, and there's going to be a large contingent of them who are bitter that the Raiders are leaving. There is no way in hell they would sit there and go, Oh, come on, Chargers. Having an NFL team is better than no one. No. No, Especially with the Niners set up the way they you. are for the next ten years, right. there's no way another Bay Area team would. And work. you could you could see the York family, the 49ers ownership going. Okay, the Raiders are gone. We own the Bay. We are voting against this. If you were, if the NFL was ever stupid enough to think that Chargers didn't make it in L.A., but they'll make it where the Raiders have been. For- the London thing, though. London, yeah. London that to San Diego. Happen. Listen, listen, it's not going to work in L.A. again. You are just, SoFi Stadium is just going to give the opposing fans that many more seats, tickets to buy to overrun the place. There were a number of empty seats yesterday as well. And and I told you, my neighbors uh, that are big-time Packers fans, he said, I looked, they were $360 a ticket. I mean, that is playoff costs. That is Super Bowl costs. That is, for him, it was too rich for his blood. And so I do think that's the reason why there are empty seats. Now, at SoFi Stadium, which is hard to believe, that as you move into arguably the best new stadium in the country, that those seats will be a lot cheaper than the ones at Stubby. But that's because there's just there's more of them. There's yeah. more of them, which lessens demand. So you wonder, I mean, I, I again, I'm still very curious of what it will look like. Like, let's take the Steelers game, for example. Were there thousands of Steeler fans that were kept out, or did it look like it did because there were as few as there were, and they're a passionate fan base? So it would it just be more Steeler fans, or would it potentially be just more empty seats? Would it maybe be more Charger fans because the tickets are cheaper and they're priced out from going on a regular basis in, instead of just a one-off every four years? No, you don't know. You, the three choices are more Charger fans, more opposing team fans, or more empty seats. You're going to have more opposing teams fans, and you're going to have those empty seats. You're not. The Chargers could win a Super Bowl as the L.A. Chargers, and L.A. would still say, that's great, that's neat, you won a Super Bowl. We are not celebrating this because we did not ask you to come here. Go have your little victory parade around Rocket Field because that's the only place where people are going to come out and see you celebrate. Again, I mean, the article today in the L.A. Times, it was not it was not having the Chargers be an afterthought or burying them deep in the L.A. Times. It was... You are not wanted here. As Bill Plaschke said, anywhere but here. Week nine. Oh, my. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Ha. Ha, ha. It feels so good. 
Comes to a close tonight. Cowboys and the Giants in New Jersey. We're going to have it right here for you on Exo 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. We're going to be up at their uh, Schooner Station in Encinitas from 4 to 6. Come out, check us out. We'll be watching that game. You can also hear it here on Extra. A crazy Week 9 in the NFL. We're going to start off in Arrowhead Stadium. The Vikings and the Chiefs. A slobber knocker. A nail biter. And it came down to a field goal. Placement is down. Buckner's kick is up. And the kick is good. He got it. Butker got it. And the Chiefs have won the game in regulation. Harrison Butker, game winner. Kansas City and 6-3. and three. Never felt so good. Chiefs quarterback Matt Moore in once again for the injured Patrick Mahomes. He's talking about the big win after the To get this one, to get it at home, you know, I think it's been a, a little bit since we've won at home. So to get it at home, to win it the way we did, uh, nobody quit. It was a fight until the end. And so you love that. You love to see that in your team. You know, they're all important. They're all important. And so to get this one the way we did, I think, is just uh, makes you feel good. Chiefs take down the Vikes 26-23. It's a little unfortunate, that final call, because they're encased in glass. Yeah. I mean, you're it almost sounded like a road win, but they're Open not. your window. I mean, you would imagine what it really sounded like there. Yeah, as we the, need a crowd mic. Yeah. Pipe that crowd mic a little Please. bit. That's what I'm saying. Jets oh. and the Dolphins. Oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is one of those where it's like, Who's watching this? At least uh, we're not Jets fans. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, although we take them. Dolphins over the Jets, 26-18. to 18. It, it, it was ugly for the guy who had that one illness. Dolphin defense played well. The ball stepped over his head. It's we on got the it. It's on the back of the end zone. We got it. Taco looked like he had a chance to fall oh, on it, man. but he knocked it off the back, so it's a safety. Sam Darnold may have been wishing he had mono again. <laughs> and here is Adam Gase. One and done. Here's Adam Gase after the game. You don't put in all this time and effort to come out here and lose. Really? We got to get things fixed. That's that's what they know. That's what I told them. That's what the other guys in the locker room were saying the same thing. Yeah, get the resume updated. Uh, yeah, you're done. We go up to the East Bay. That's where the Oakland Raiders finally home after 49 days on the road, hosting the Lions of Detroit. This one was tied at 24 each until Derek Carr, God bless your Raider Nation, did his thing. From the middle, Carr steps over to the left, still looking for someone to come free. Fires back in the end zone. Got it. Got it. Touchdown. Touchdown. Hunter Renfro broke free at the edge. Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro shows why he's so valuable. He kept working, knew his quarterback was in trouble, and came free on the sideline of the end zone in front of the black hole. A brilliant piece of football work here by number 13. Yeah, this Hunter Renfro does have a gold glove. <laughs> no rider. Here's Derek Carr after the game. We miss our baseball field. I miss, but every time I look down, I remember it. It's sad. It hurts my heart that we won't see it again. Maybe. Maybe I'm not being serious, but to be home, to sleep in my bed was nice. You know, I came home on Friday and I was like, oh yeah, I get to stay. Like, I get to, I get to hang out with my kids, you know, uh, and they make me be a dinosaur or something, you know? It's like, I'm, this is better than a plane flight. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, know your audience there. Know your audience. Raiders improved to 4-4, four and four, take down the Lions 31-24. Oh! What about a dinosaur? I, I don't know. It's just, dude. Did you crawl that? around his living room like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I get it. All Great. right. That, that, Super. It was over my head. <laughs> this was, um, <laughs> was this a surprise of the weekend? I think so. Brandon Allen and the Broncos. Surprise. 
that that dude was balling out. That surprised me. I mean, these quarterbacks keep showing up. How many backup quarterbacks have gotten wins this season? It's been bizarre. I'm getting sidetracked. No worries. Packers and the Chargers. This was an all-encompassing beatdown. Three phases. The Chargers win 26 to 11. They even got Melvin Gordon going. The impossible. Rivers on a fourth and goal. Hands to Gordon. Pushes into the end zone. Touchdown! Chargers! Melvin Gordon with his second one-yard dive of the game. I mean, a push. The offensive line, he, they were getting the push. He actually ran forward. 159 yards yeah. on the ground for the Chargers. Here's Bob after the game, and he's right. They just flat-out ex- out-executed, out-efforted him, out-played him. Shane in his first outing, obviously did a heck of a job, but we, 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 we out-executed him, and I think that was the difference. Yeah. You look at some of these other games where we should have won, maybe. If we execute better, we, we could have won those. But we just out-executed them today, and and uh, it was enough to win. By the way, uh, Bub did have a child in his arm. Oh, okay. Number nine. All right. Yeah. Whole family was there playing oh, on the field after the game. Seven girls, two boys. Oof for uh, Philip and Tiffany Rivers. We wrap up the Week 9 whip. Last night, Baltimore was the place. The Ravens hosting the Patriots. Lamar Jackson, that is must-see TV. Jackson takes the snap. He wants to keep it. Tries to squeeze off right guard and tackle. Pushes his way to the one. Backs in. Touchdown! Lamar Jackson with an unbelievably patient run and then a burst of power and the pyrotechnics are firing at the station. Hey, Bill Belichick, you just got your ass handed to you on national TV. What do you got to say about that? I don't know. Right now they're not on our schedule, so I'm not really worried about that. We competed out there, it just it wasn't good enough. So we've all got to do a better job, starting with me. What was he asked about not on the schedule? Uh, you said if that Ravens loss will help them in the future when they play the Ravens. <laughs> okay. Well, it didn't, whatever, it didn't help him last night. Ravens just smoked the Pats 37 20. So great to see Tom Brady get hit and hit a lot. Well done, Fletch. Who's your MVP right now? Russell Wilson? Lamar Jackson? Christian McCaffrey's making a real Christian strong McCaffrey? push for it. Yeah. It's a good one, too. Yeah. There's a, uh, yeah, there, it's it's going to be hard because, you know, I think that uh, Josh Jacobs, as far as Offensive Rookie of the Year, has a great chance to be that MVP. But no doubt. There are some guys that are just putting teams on their backs right now. Thursday Night Football is going to be a great one. By the way, we have the Cowboys tonight on Extra 1360, Cowboys and the Giants. We also have the Aztecs coming off their second bye week. How many bye weeks do they get? The answer is two. And so they'll be playing consecutively the rest of the season. they got Nevada coming up on Saturday. And how about this? The Aztecs continue to climb in the polls. How surprised is Rocky Long? We also will be giving away Aztecs football tickets within the next 17 minutes. So be listening for your chance to win. 12 noon, extra 1360. It's time to check in with the Aztecs head coach. We've had a, you know, an influx of new guys. It includes a couple junior college players. This is the Rocky Long Report, powered by Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. I think that we have a very loyal fan base. What we would like to do is increase the fan base, since we're the best football team in town. And by Sunroads Kearney Mesa Subaru. Visit Sunroads Kearney Mesa Subaru or KearneyMesaSubaru.com. It just, just makes, makes sense. sense. 
Aztecs 7-1. They get set for Nevada upcoming this weekend. Four games left to play for the Aztecs coming off of their second bye week. And also San Diego State, who were idle this weekend. They climb the polls, number 24 in both of them. Joining us now, Rocky Long. Rocky, how surprised are you? You not only climb, you get you climb in both. Well, maybe maybe if we don't play this week, we'll climb up some more. So, yeah, I don't I don't know how that works. Except I'm sure there's a couple teams that were ranked ahead of us that had had losing games. So, uh, so, so be it. I mean, we we've got four games to go. We got three that are conference games, and all of them matter to who's going to win the Western Division of this. And so they're all very very important. We'll see how we do. Coach, you told us last week you were going to give the guys a little time to kind of literally get off their feet and and just rest as you head into the home stretch. What did you do? How much how much film did you watch of the the four remaining teams, or was it all Nevada? No, we we watched Fresno too because it goes Nevada and then Fresno State. So we broke down Fresno State a little bit. Uh, we haven't broke down their game against Hawaii where they came back and won that game. But uh, you know we had recruits in this weekend. I think we had nine recruits and families in this weekend. So we were pretty busy. Now our players got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. So hopefully they'll come back with the right attitude today. We have uh, Aztecs football tickets. We have a pair of tickets to give away for this upcoming game, 7.30 kickoff Saturday night. You'll hear right here on Extra 1360. We'll be giving those uh, those away within the next 10 minutes. So will be listening for your chance to win. Rocky, how are you feeling about the Mountain West Conference, who you have left on your schedule, and how it's going to play out? You've you know, you've know kind of played yourself into the place that you want to be, right? You, you can decide your own fate. <laughs> That's exactly right. In fact, uh, we tell the players, or we told the players last week that if we just win, they can't catch us. And uh, that sounds simple, but there's some guys, you know, that we're getting ready to play that have a chance to win the Western Division, too. Fresno still has a chance. Hawaii still has a chance. And then Nevada right now is 5-4, and four, so if they win one more game, they're bowl eligible. So we're going to get three very motivated teams uh, to play the last uh, three conference games before we end the season with BYU. And uh, so, it, it, you know, it's exciting. It's good to be in the spot we're in. Now we just got to do the good things to make it happen. Coach, you told us before the season began that I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say you were worried, but you had concerns about the youth in your defensive front. Is that the most improved uh, part of your football team this year, or is there another? Well, I think, I think you can uh, talk about three different spots. I, I think that the receiver group is, is uh, improved dramatically over the last couple of years. Those guys are going up and catching balls and getting open one-on-one situation. The D-line, obviously, is playing at a much better level than we thought they might start in the season. And then Matt Ariza, our kicker, I, I don't, you know, we, we all thought he had great ability and everything, but he's the best kicker in the league, too, so that all helps. Rocky, what do you kind of put your finger on for your inconsistency offensively, especially coming off of the UNLV game? I think we're inconsistent in the offensive line. We we don't play well all the time. We we play well at in parts of the game, and we play well for maybe a half or so. But we're inconsistent in the offensive line, and for us to win the conference championship, number one, to you know win the Western Division, we we got to play better in the offensive line. They've been told that. They know it. Uh, whether they can get it done or not, we'll find out. Rocky, is that just assignment based, or is it you know for those of us who've never played offensive line in in college, is it just you're not carrying out your blocks long enough, you're not sustaining blocks long enough? Is it is it that simple? Yeah, it's that simple. In in our case, it's not assignment based. I mean, they're 
they're getting on the right people and we're double teaming and chipping and mm-hmm. locking down and pulling and all those sort of things. We're just not maintaining blocks long enough to give our offensive running backs or our quarterbacks uh, a chance to see the seam and get up in there. We're also not protecting the quarterback as well as we should. We do at times. We're just so inconsistent it makes the offense inconsistent. Uh, the Aztecs find themselves 7-1 and one after their second bye week. They got Nevada upcoming this weekend at SDCCU Stadium. We'll be giving tickets away to that game coming up in just minutes. Rocky along with us now. Rocky, what do you make of this Nevada team? Well, they, they had a game where they won, and I, and I think they're very, very talented. They throw they throw the ball uh, and catch the ball well. I mean, that's their whole deal. They're, they're one of those teams that are four wide receivers almost every snap. They're going to throw it, and they get in short yardage. They might get into some you know, three and four tight end sets, but most of the time they got four wide receivers out there, and if you put enough guys in the box, they're going to throw it. If not, they're going to try to run it. And they and they moved the ball well. Now they had a win last week, and that puts them at five and four. So they're going to be motivated because if they win one more, they're in a bowl game. And you have said, you know, the the Aztecs have to get used to playing with that bullseye on your backs because of the success you've not had, not only the years past, but what's going on uh, this year. Is it hard to get these guys to focus on just what's at hand on Saturday and not look past Nevada? Well, I, I'm gonna find out. Uh, we, <laughs> We think we think we made our point uh, with the UNLV game. We think we made our point, but you never know for sure until yeah. you actually play. Uh, I, you know, I, I hope our guys are mature enough to realize that every game here on in uh, depends on we're going to be in the championship game or not, and that's our number one goal. So hopefully they do. We hate having to ask this question each week, but we're going to ask it. What's uh, what's Juwan looking like? <laughs> well, I don't really know. I mean, we talked last week, and and we. He was in a boot for the first three days of the week. Uh, he's out of the boot, walking around, and everything. He has done nothing where he's run and practiced. So he he'll practice he'll practice today, and we'll find out how he looks today. You know, it's funny. Costa hasn't run either, Rocky. So <laughs> they're both uh, they're both resting up for the uh, final four Just games. Just call of the me, season. coach. I'm ready to go in. Maybe <laughs> don't do that, Rocky. You, you've got uh, you got Nevada Saturday, then you actually got Fresno State on a Friday night game. Or want to remind people it's a Friday night game upcoming after that. Then Hawaii on the road. If if, if things play out the way that we hope them do, uh, that they do, does this change at all how you would approach BYU to conclude the season out of conference before potentially a conference championship? I hate to admit this, but uh, I have thought about that, and I think it probably does. I mean, ho- hopefully we're going to win, you know, all three games, but we, if we win two of the three, I think we're in the conference championship game, and if we're in that conference championship game and then we play BYU and we already know we're in the game, I, I'll have to worry about that then. I'll, I'll worry about it, but I have thought about it, and I think it might change how we approach BYU. Yeah, it's, it's odd scheduling because the ultimate goal, the conference championship game. But B, BYU has had some nice wins this year, and that would certainly help your overall schedule from a, a bowl standpoint and, and overall how your schedule is perceived. It's kind of an odd place to be in with where it lands at the end of the year. Well, that's the way it is with BYU. You know, I, I have a personal feeling about that. BYU, if it wasn't for the Mountain West Conference scheduling them, they, they couldn't get a schedule put together. And I, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's the way it is. I, I think we just should never schedule them and let them go find their own games to play, or maybe they'll come back to the conference because I think they'd be a big plus to our conference. 
But that's the way it is, so you don't worry about it, and you go about your business, and we'll worry about that when we get to them. Do you know if the conference, Rock, from maybe talking with J.D. Wicker or Craig Thompson, that they're making forays or they're reaching out to BYU to, to try to get him back in conference? I, I, don't, I don't think they are. I don't think they're working on it, but I think if BYU made the first move, I think that our league would be very interested because they have a national audience, they have a great program. Mm -hmm. All those things would add to our conference, but you know, they went out on their own because they thought they would be better on their own making more money and all that, and we're just helping them out by scheduling them. It's disappointing, too, because I I remember Aztecs basketball maybe a year or so ago. I mean, this this is one of your biggest rivalries, right? I mean, people, Aztecs fans really, really, really don't like BYU, and it makes it fun. I mean, that's kind of the environment you're chasing. Yeah, it's, it's funny, though, because someone asked me if our players uh, think that it's exciting about playing BYU. Well, BYU's been out of the league for a while now. Right. Our players don't know anything about BYU or care about BYU. And I agree with you in the past. It was a huge rivalry that everybody that played BYU, it's a rivalry. You know, it's one of those deals. But it's been a while back, so our players don't even know who they are or even care about the rivalry that everybody else is talking about. This is what we got. We got San Diego State versus Nevada Saturday. Then the upcoming Friday, uh, they'll be right back at the stadium against Fresno State. Two big, big Mountain West Conference games coming your way. We'll give tickets away right now. Rocky, look forward to Wednesday. We'll catch you up for a full hour, 6 p.m. Wednesday nights, and then uh, we'll be seeing you next time at the stadium as well. Thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great week. You too, Coach. Thank you. Good stuff from Rocky. Yeah, I was thinking about you that. You know what? FBYU. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, I listen. It, but here's the problem. Costa. I know. No, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, and, and he's right. You and I'm not saying you throw the lambs to the slaughter. You're going to have to roll out guys who are ready to go. And I don't know what BYU's record is going to be, but you would love for them to be back in here and just get the living s beat out of them by the Aztecs, right? But the schedule may be set up where you would understand where Rocky. Everybody would understand. And BYU didn't they beat USC? This year? Yes, they, they did in the, Provo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in Utah, where they're vastly different at home versus on the road. Yes. Fletch, you got the giggles over there? FBY. That was funny, Costa. <laughs> well, he's an Aztec. I mean, that's. Yeah. That is. Yeah. You, boy, you go to an Aztec basketball game where it's closer in proximity, not oh. that the cavernous stadium. And it, I mean, you get a sense. You want to see. There's some old bad <laughs> blood there. Old bad blood. Let's give away those Aztecs football tickets right now. We're to make it easy. Call number 15. Love it. 844-570-1360. You want to go see the Aztecs play Nevada this Saturday, 7.30 kickoff time, SDCCU Stadium. If you don't win, go get your tickets. Go Aztecs.com. We'll also be giving away tickets all week long for this matchup. 844-570-1360. Call number 15. They are yours. The healthiest part of your day, it's the Daily Dump, and it comes up next. The Herd with Colin Calvert. I'm watching Kyler Murray last night. He's having a great year, by the way. But here's what I worry about. Kyler Murray has been sacked 29 times. Look around this league. Nothing punctures a promising quarterback like an O-line. I don't know if Arizona's got the personnel people to solve their offensive line issue because they do it lousy, and it looks like they've almost quit trying. The Colin Cowherd Show, this morning at 9 on Extra 1360 Fox Sports. Hey everybody, Darren Smith here. I was at an event over the weekend where we found out the name of our new pro soccer team. What was that event like and what do we think of the name? Today, 12 noon, extra 1360. Gosh, just humming along on what is a wonderful Monday. Big news, Fletch got engaged. 
Chargers take care of the Packers. Raiders went up there in the Bay Area, setting up what's going to be a very fun game coming up Thursday night. We're going to have it right here on Extra. Nick skydoved. I, I cannot wait. Nick's in studio with us literally in 13 yeah. minutes. He plane jumped. Plane jumped it. Plane jumped out I, of a, I with a parachute. Nick about, I think Nick's driving over from Fox 5 right now. I can ask him about when he hit the ground. It was very un-Nick-like. It surprised me. I would have expected him to be rock star. Yeah, he was like. I think you go in a little bit of shock, and it's like, okay, until you touch down on terra firma, you're like, I really want to try it. Now. Did After I just I buy the farm? Video. You do? Yeah. yeah, that could be a good bet. Ooh, uh, family. Nope. All three of us. Nope. Come good, on, Judd. Nope. Good for you, Nick. Oh, but dude, no come thanks. On. No, no. Come on. I'm not, I'm not so be... Will you go strapped to my back? No, I want somebody who's accomplished in life. Yes. <laughs> we accomplish this every single day. It's called the dump. It's time for the biggest stories of the day, according to Mike Costa. This is going to take some getting used to. Does he know where this pirate hooker's mouth has been? <laughs> this is Costa's And Rich is my life partner on the air. Why don't you get us started? All jokes aside, can I give you a feel-good story? Yeah. Because I don't really know what's going on in the life of Kurt Angle, but we did learn this. It says here, the article reads, WWE legend. He's also, see gold medal winner for the country? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Greco-Roman. Well, he has added an eighth member to his family. He adopted a 15-year-old boy from Bulgaria. The boy's name is Joseph. Kurt says his wife was adamant about bringing an older child in the family after learning a pretty heartbreaking fact about adoption. Kurt said, quote, my wife decided she wanted to adopt a child, but she did some research and found out that kids over 10 do not get adopted, period. So she decided to not get a younger child, uh, an older one, to try to give him a chance. 15-year-old boy, they got him English lessons for six months, still working through it. Video of the of the boy working out with Kurt Angle, but great, uh, great job by the Angle family. It's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Love it. The wife speaks Bulgarian too, so that helps. Boy, I'm really going to take it down with this one. But thank you oh, for leading off the feel good story. Uh, let's go to Mayo Woman. Mayo Woman. Mayo. I saw this. <laughs> we don't really. Two Montreal Canadiens fans were in the stands over the weekend watching them take on the Dallas Stars. It's a man with his girlfriend, and he's enjoying what looks to be like a cup of French fries. Remember, they're from Montreal. They speak French there. No problem with that, but his girlfriend sitting next to him is holding a tub of mayonnaise. A friggin' gallon of mayo. And the guy was dipping his fries in the mayo. They do it in ass-backwards England, so all right, other countries do it. So it wasn't really a big trend-setting situation. The really big problem, this chick was scooping massive amounts of mayo into her gaping cake hole throughout the whole (laughs) game. Gross, disgusting, putrid, vomit-inducing, breakup-worthy. Mayo is just... What's your problem with mayo? I almost threw up. Mayo is so disgusting. You don't like it on your sandwich? No, the only time only time I take it is very very light, like in tuna fish or chicken salad. That is it. How about that on hot is, dogs? Do you like on your hot dog? Yeah. Now, couldn't it just have been a mayonnaise jar that had been emptied and cleaned out to put something else in it? No, it's mayo. Oh, it's so heinous. Snoop Dogg, man. Snoop Dogg. Snoop a loop a loop a loop. Okay, this was 
pretty funny. I'm, IMO, that's in my opinion. 103-96, the Lakers take down the Spurs. But uh, What did the, he just say? John was, Ireland. He said IMO, in my opinion. <laughs> John Ireland and Michael Thompson, who you can hear right here on Extra 1360 during the Lakers games, had a guest in the broadcast booth. There's no bigger, better Laker fan than Snoop. He's here with us at halftime. Snoop, what's up, fellas? You tell me what's up. Hey, man, defense wins championships. Look like we're on our way. <laughs> you like this Laker defensive team, don't I you? I love it. I love the hustle. I love the grit, the way we just get to it. We're about that defense. He gives him room to preserve his energy for when he yes. wants to exactly, you know, go to the basket like he likes to. Get that. Let's go. Let's go. Push that. Push that, LBJ. Run that point. PG, get out there, Bradley. Get out there. Give it back to him. Oh, threes, please. That's usually Danny's spot right there. That's corner three. Don't, don't Dan, stop now. You know, Danny used to play out here, so he got to get him a little bit of something. He got right. to miss a few shots. Here. Yeah, he got to miss a few shots to make them feel like it's all right. I want Snoop to call every NBA game. Please, ever. please, God, give him his own channel NBA, uh, NBA television, whatever. Where once a week he calls again, a quarter. I love I don't care. sports talk, Snoop. Like when he was on the herd with Colin, he was oh. great. He's kind of finding a new career for himself. He's so freaking talented. Got to, you know, you go from where Snoop was to what he is, just transcending everything now. And the amount of people that he's helped. Oh my also. God! Jeez, get a room, you guys. I'm all in. Snoop, come on the show. We want you. Snoop-a-loop. Goose drinking. Bring your friend in his green hat. Uh, kill the music. Fletch, again, congratulations this weekend. Tell us more about the emotions that were involved in, in getting engaged. I cried so much. I wanted to die. Is that what you guys want to hear? Like, I don't know why you're grilling me about the emotions. Because. Like, this was an awesome, intimate moment between Kendall and I. We had a great time. Look at how defensive you've gotten. Also Just getting asking. really sweaty. Just asking for some of the emotion involved of one of the biggest moments of your life. Happiness. Megan, Megan Alyssa Cassidy and I got engaged a long time ago, and I still to this day remember what I said. I said, we sit here on top of Mount Soledad looking over a beautiful sunset, mm -hmm. and I want you and I to see sunsets for the rest of our lives together. Will you please marry me? I love wow. you very much. That's deep. I, I proposed. Mic drop. That was, that's, that, that was good. Although I may have beat, I proposed in front of where I scattered my father's ashes. See, that that to me... I'm getting emotional just talking about it. That's so awesome. And I didn't know that until you told me. And I got a little emotional knowing... Well, how would you know if I hadn't told you? Well, no, because I saw the pictures of you guys on the beach. And I just... Oh, I love that beach in Carmel. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's more than just a beach, Costa. I mean, I poured I'll my heart up. out. I told Lauren how much my dad would have loved her. And that I wanted her to have my babies... Like I'm getting choked up. And then you ask Fletch, and Fletch is like, yeah, it was I. It was cool. I had an etched bottle of champagne. It was, we popped it when it I popped fine. the question. It was fine. IMO. That means in my opinion. I don't know if you heard. Kendall's was, feet were hurting. What made you the most emotional about it? What was the most emotional part? She was really happy. Oh, my gosh. I brought her happiness. Here is a big ring. What's going on in there, man? We're going to have to tap into your emotion. Will you be my life partner? Okay, that is done. Let us move now off of the sand. What rocked you to your core the most? All, I, it was an awesome three hour. It was great. It was amazing. Even though the 49ers winning a Super Bowl would fill me with more excitement, I am you know excited what? about this. 
you you do show more emotion when it comes to talking about the Niners. Well, Jimmy G is equally as handsome as Kendall. Kendall, I cannot believe Steph Curry broke his hand. Will you marry me? <laughs> Nick Hardwick coming up next. Unbelievable. Just trying to pull something out of this guy. I mean, it's a major life mo- moment. <laughs> Speaking of major life moments, the Chargers are back in the hunt. They have won two in a row. How the hell it happened? We need Nick to help us understand. Look at my cool corduroy jacket. <laughs> Nick also. Nick also. It was not corduroy. <laughs> I turned my hat around forward to <laughs> You wearing that jacket made me emotional. For all different reasons. Uh, Nick plummeted out of a plane. He took a leap as well. A lot of leaping going on. I got new cargo shorts. <laughs> Nick Hardwick will join us. Going up next. <laughs>